0: Hi everybody! Um, we're doing it. We're doing another episode. Yeah. Kind of on time.
1: It. You know what? how many, what, what number are we on now? I couldn't tell you. Thirty I, something still, or maybe I think we're in the forties. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah.
0: So uh, well, you're in your. 40s. I'm in my forties,
1: and uh, yeah, the episode we've been so that's pretty impressive. That yeah. We started this, and we've been relatively consistent. Yeah, man.
0: Not consistent at all, really. Better than we probably both expected, but not what one would define as consistent for
1: a professional podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Which is. This is not really that yet, mm. but we're getting there. we're, That's talking what we're to, moving towards. Yeah, we're yeah. moving towards it. We got, some, uh, we got some conversations happening, which is very cool. Yes. We went to a bar last week, and we had a business discussion about the Fundamentalists podcast. Like we a did. couple of big, important, like a couple of, well, actually, that leads perfectly into the subject of today's episode.
1: Yeah, it does. Actually. How about that? Okay, yeah.
0: hang on. Let me uh, take a sip of my drink. Cheers. Oh, hey, cheers. Uh, I'm Elliot Morgan, by the way. This is a podcast, but with Peter Rollins. Mmm. Called the Fundamentalists, where we talk about life and philosophy and comedy and religion and uh, theology and um, uh, dating and love and uh, and despair and existentialism and Lacanian Lacan um, and dialectics and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. You got it all in there. This particular episode, so far, we're calling The Art of the Deal. Yes. Is the tentative title because uh, as we record this, the Cohen hearings are going on. And uh, I've been enraptured by them. Yeah. Uh, I got real into it. And then I it was, I did this cool thing where I stopped watching it, and it, I suddenly stopped caring about it, which is yeah, really cool. Yeah, I think um, that's
1: why a lot of people feel on social media. They seem to get so impassioned about something. But I do imagine that as soon as they walk away from the, yeah. the mobile phone... It's dissipated.
0: Yeah, it's also like, it's kind of like if you get really drunk and like, if I drink a lot or drink heavily one night and I wake up the next day and I don't feel well, mm. I assume that I was drunk the entire time and I assumed the entire time I was making bad decisions. Do you have that? Uh, oh no, that's a good, I thought you were going to say something about when you feel sick, you can't imagine not feeling sick. Well, I but guess that like, wasn't when I doing. get yeah impassioned online, it's yeah. it, I feel like I'm like, here, I said something that's crazy. And then I look back on it ah. later in my state of passion and I kind of feel cringy about oh, it. And yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And that's how I feel when I drink heavily. I look back yeah, yeah. on actions that actually weren't that bad. And I'm like, no, oh, I shouldn't have done that just because I... And that
1: happens in love. I mean, that's one of the weirdest things about love is you break up with somebody, maybe go through a divorce and there's a point when you look back and not only do you go, oh, I don't love them anymore you actually find it impossible to understand that you ever did love Yeah, them. it's some kind
0: of, yeah, which is why people are all, yep, nah, it's fun. Yep. Um, so we, speaking of last week when we went to a bar and we talked about this stuff, we are talking uh, on this particular episode, slightly different direction than our normal stuff. We're gonna talk about uh, negotiations and like compromise and contracts and all this stuff. And uh, I think it's a very interesting topic because I have, um, I would say, pretty uh, cut, clear-cut views on these things, yeah. and uh, we also both live in the freelance world, and negotiations are kind of part of that, and yep. so, uh, as is lawyers, like Michael Cohen, uh, Sir Michael Cohen, and mm-hmm. uh, and our, our president, Sir, Sir Donald Trump, who did write The Art of the Deal, uh, who was one of the best businessmen of all time
1: yeah i don't know if you can you be a sir in america Mm-mm. is it a british thing isn't it yeah you could, an american could probably be bestowed a sirhood no i mean i'm wrong sir. i don't know if i've ever sir's maybe not a
0: yeah i don't think i've ever heard of a person with an american accent being actually be knighted that means you were knighted right See,
1: well then i'm not 100 sure about that i think it does yeah but then you know people call their kids sir because like Sir kids Patrick call Stewart, their parents, sir. there's
0: like Sir Elton John.
1: Yes, and there's lords and all, and those are all bestowed by oh, really? the uh, kind of British monarchy. Yeah. I think
0: that's so cool. Yeah. I know it's all symbolic and none of it means anything, but um, man, the image of so it was pretty much everything. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also yeah. one of the topics we talked about doing uh, yeah. on this episode. So anyway, what are your thoughts, Pete? I know there's not going to be a lot of like, or maybe there will, there will yeah, be, but there knows. may not in this episode be a lot of um references or takeaway type of quotes or stuff but
1: maybe there will be Maybe we there don't know. Will be. but it came out because you, you know you're having to do some negotiations at the moment mm-hmm. uh, you always are in your work and I guess I always am in my work as my well. my life is and, nothing
0: yeah. but a state of constant compromise
1: yeah and the thing is about <laughs> we are probably rubbish at fighting for things so we oh, probably yeah. live in a permanent state of compromise that is
0: absolutely yeah. what uh what also this is related to on an I guess internal level is that feeling of like am I being kind of like shafted here am I being being, yeah. uh, is my worth, or is this what I'm worth? Um, Childish Gambino, since I'll be the one with the quotes yeah. in this particular episode, he has a line. I think it's in a song called "Monster," uh, where he says, "If they pay you to do it, you don't have to ask what you're worth." And that's a fun little line. Ah, uh,
1: very good. I guess I'm like
0: that. I don't know exactly what he means by it, but I'm assuming he means that if you get paid something, that's what you're worth.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's the very cut and dry thing about money is that in the monetary system you do know your worth you, you know you get paid what someone is willing to pay you yeah and uh you you could have been twice as good at your job a year ago but get half the amount of money because the market is in a in a place where your skills aren't needed in the same yeah, way sure so yeah so you're not getting valued for how good you are just what that labor is worth on the market
0: yeah yeah, um, I was reading a bunch of tweets from Alexandria ocasio Cortez. Mm-hmm. Is that the name? Mm-hmm. Did I get every syllable there? No. Um, it was all about how you know the, the productivity has increased by like six point two times what it used to be, whereas the wages paid to the worker are like one point two times what they used to be, or something like that. Okay. And uh, a bunch of people were like, "You can't pay the worker what they're actually the value of what they're actually creating, because then you can't turn a profit." And I was like, "Well, yeah." Yeah. <laughs> I like, yeah, I don't think that's what they're saying. But anyway, yeah. that's all getting. I mean, into and that's because
1: separate... productivity also it happens for a number of reasons. The printing press comes in, and suddenly yeah. you can produce a lot more. But it is interesting. There's a thing called the, the labor theory of value, which is Karl Marx's notion of what what so, the value of something is bound up by the amount of labor that is done. Uh, and you know, but that's not where we're going to go. Into. No, but, but, but I like starting there. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Cool.
0: Yeah. Cause it's basically, cause it is about trying to get as much of this, this money as you can in a negotiation. So it's interesting that, yeah, it's yeah. like basically injecting that thing with more, yeah. I don't know, would you be, I guess would you, if you were going to get paid $500 to do something, but instead you get paid 750, does that mean that the value of what you were doing just went up by $250 by way of you asking for it?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to think about that, Professor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean the labor theory of value is very contentious because people say, "Well, that's not how things are valued." Uh, yeah, sofa isn't valued by how much labor is in it because markets decide, or you're you are taken for a ride. You yeah. have no choice because there's no jobs out there, so you have to take a very low wage. Many that's- factors. What's that? Many factors. Many factors. However, that's not what Marx was talking about. That's where the mistake is usually made. Yeah. Is he saying that if all things are equal, as in supply and demand is in complete equilibrium, uh, the, amount, the, the value of a product is directly related to the amount of labor that was put into it. And then someone will respond by saying, but there is no ideal environment where supply and demand is the same. And then Marx would reply, Yes, it's just like in Newton's laws that if something is in motion and nothing gets in its way, it will continue in motion. In reality, that is never seen. It's a purely mathematical idea. So anyway, there you go. So the theory of value, I think, has. Uh, a lot to say. And that's what we're saying because it's <laughs> going be, to be a laid back episode. Yeah, laid back uh, episode. No
0: no deep concepts, something like yeah. this one. I didn't follow that entirely, no. but it sounds very anyway, interesting.
1: I realized I was doing, I was like, this is just nerdy night." for a Did second. you see me completely, literally yeah. gloss over? I think I even looked I through was you. glossy,
0: You disappeared for a second. Yeah. I, you got translucent, and I was yeah. like, I see nothing. I hear nothing. Um, it's just
1: the labor theory of value gets a lot of attack. Uh, but anyway.
0: Excellent footnote. <laughs> um, yes, I don't want you to get crap about the labor theory yeah. of such <laughs> and such. Um, so anyway, yeah, so. I have an outlook on contracts um, that I've, I've found carefully, and, honed. carefully honed over the years, yeah. which is um, I don't read them uh, for the same reason I don't read a lot of things, which is I don't understand it, and I know that if I misunderstand it, uh, I can make a big old fool out of myself. And so I typically take it to people who understand it better and put the responsibility on them in exchange for a percentage of whatever they find or negotiate, et cetera, et cetera. The
1: other thing you should always do is sign not your real name. Nobody ever looks. That's And funny. then if ever in a year's time there's trouble, you can go like, that's not even my name. That's Kermit the Frog. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's Kermit the Frog. <laughs> yeah. You're not
0: gonna, you can't get me on his, his crap again. Yeah. Not twice. <laughs> that's double jeopardy.
1: It's amazing what people don't see whenever it's directly in front of them yeah that's
0: like signing checks you can sign pretty much anything oh, yeah. i mean you take photos the fact that you can take a photo of your check and it's deposited uh and then magic. you can throw the check yeah we're yeah. living in a, a wonderful time
1: and then i don't throw them away because i'm worried and then i've got loads of checks i go like, I, did i did i do that or yeah not? and it gets confused i
0: trust the robots i do yeah. snap snap confirm and, I, and they're it's gone um, which is not always a good idea so anyway uh yeah my theory typically is i'm not super it's ironic because I my in the beginning of like my um, time as a uh, person on the internet, there were contracts that I got into that were like very not good, uh, but also didn't have any negotiating power because mm-hmm. I had yeah. done nothing and I had yeah. nothing. I was you know working as a veterinary technician. And so yes, if if you if you had pointed out you didn't like the contract, they could have
1: legitimately turned around and said, the contract stays exactly the same, except now we get to pull one of your little fingers back, really, really sore. Exactly, and everything. you'd still say yes. To exactly. That. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I should have said that. you should have said nothing. Yeah. Do,
0: do you want to add anything else I'm before? Like, we? Um, <laughs> I would think I should get paid this much, and they're like, "How much do you get paid uh, cleaning dogs' teeth?" And I'm yeah. Like, ah, excellent point. Yes. <laughs> um, Touched. To sir. Uh, and so, <laughs> yeah, but then I we you know, we wound up all kind of getting involved in this whole thing. It's all water under the bridge now and it's all fine and dandy. But um, ironically, you would think, or I would think that after having so many experiences with contracts where people are like, this is not, you know, this is what you get. This is what you sign that I would be more cautious for some reason. I've just, and maybe this is a result of like age or whatever. I just don't worry that much about it. And when people are giving me a rate, I look at it. Sometimes I'll ask for like a little bit more, um, but typically I don't worry about it at all and part of the reason is I think it makes me I'm always worried I'm gonna be difficult to work with which everyone has you don't want to be yeah. the person who's like a pain in the ass and then at the same time um, a part of me truly doesn't care like yeah. I, I'm just like this is the contract this is what they're doing great so if,
1: if any comedy clubs are listening to this no yes. like, let's book Elliot yes exactly <laughs> basically charge whatever we whatever want. Want. oh and that's yeah <laughs> I would say
0: the the people I in my experience who are successful Um, have a team of people that they outsource responsibilities to. And I think that there's a control thing that happens uh, where you feel a need to be able to like, like you suddenly become a lawyer. If you read a contract, or you suddenly become, and it's like, it doesn't, but I I understand you should read it. I'm not saying you shouldn't read it. I just say, I'm just saying typically I scan it and I'm like, all right.
1: Yeah. I've never really had, serious contracts like that because i'm not in the media world where everything's pretty a lot of lawyers and stuff yeah but i have had contracts obviously to sell yeah. with books and things like that and really
0: it's bo- it boils down to rates more than anything yeah. so like in your experience what would be like what do you what's your method what's your mo do you just sort of like yeah well, I was saying double earlier, whatever they say and like <laughs> compromise in the middle <laughs> or like
1: yeah well i was saying to you earlier that actually like my speaking rate at the moment i put it up lows uh, not to make more money but so that nobody would invite me to speak yeah and so it's kind of and that's because and i'm at a point now where i don't need the speaking stuff yeah but it allows me the opportunity that if something comes in that i really like the look of that i really believe in i can do it for free or i can do it for cheap but it's like, yes so is, i'm
0: that's a different yep which is a whole other thing. Doing the like stuff for free, doing the stuff for reduced rate, or something yeah. like that, in lieu of, of going. Okay, also, you charge a premium. Like yeah. you're also you've gotten better. Like you you've gotten better over yeah. the years, and people tend to get better. So there's no reason that your rate shouldn't go up.
1: Yeah, that's true. Although you know sometimes you, you, we do get better, but do you not sometimes do a gig? I've done a couple of things recently and be like, oh, it wasn't as good as you were like, saying that your last gig. Yeah, yeah you weren't. I wasn't, a... I wasn't overly happy with it, but there was a few factors involved. It wasn't the venue that I wanted. I was, uh, there was time constraints, but still. You
0: know, man, I feel the exact same way about this performance I did in Portland that same night you had your event. I, oh, yeah. I walked away from it going like, I don't, this isn't, it doesn't, it didn't feel like I brought a lot. I mean, I, I did well, yeah. but I was still like, it was one of those things where I was like, it was also a crowd work show and I get very, Um. I like my jokes, I like my, my oh, yeah, material. Yeah. And I, I feel sometimes like if I'm doing crowd work, it just becomes this sort of like, how many inside jokes can you say? Uh, and yeah, yeah. I don't like doing that yeah. so much. But anyway. But my, my thing was a good example of bad negotiation
1: because uh, it's, it's actually in a club that I love, a place called Three Clubs in LA. And it's a place that I've done lots of events. But they had a room, a theater space that I'd rented. And it wasn't finished on time. It was being... Uh, refurbished and so they moved me into the bar which wasn't a problem but at that point I should have tried to negotiate better timings and more stuff but I was just like oh yeah whatever yeah but yeah I don't think much would have changed if I had been hard ass except maybe they would have disinvited me exactly yeah
0: yeah yeah. have you ever gotten just like like what would be the most intense like compromise or negotiation you've ever been in that's a good question
1: because for that to happen there has to be the perfect storm between something that you want to do at a price that's just less than what you want like there there mm-hmm. has to be a lot of factors for me to get passionate about a contract i don't think i've ever been in that situation yeah um it usually is very clear cut it's like oh yeah this is going to work or no nah, this isn't going to work Yeah. but if you've been in any of those really tense where you're like oh this is close but we're going to have to spend another few months um, the out. closest
0: like years ago I was up for it was one of those things where it can come down to you and another person. Yeah. And um uh I won't I lost to the other guy, the uh the the magician. Uh
1: you lost to a magician? Oh yeah. that must
0: well, smart. Every man has a day where they lose to a, a magician. You know how <laughs> yeah. those guys are. Yeah. They're um but yeah, so I uh I did a contract where it was very extensive and it was with Disney basically and they were like they were I've heard of Disney. Yeah, they're this little startup, but they um, there was a whole part of the contract that they were negotiating that was a my a potential record deal. Like oh, wow. that was like if if something happened for any reason with this it was a hosting gig for Disney. If anything happened, they would have rights to my, my pop career. Yeah, and I was like you Jesus oh. Mime. Yeah, yeah in this Did pool. they have
1: that in there? I'm sure they did. Jesus. Yeah, my mind. Jesus. Mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: what did he do? He did Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're Snow Patrol guy. Um, <laughs> that took me a second. Uh, but yeah, so it was basically like I was like, oh, this is how this is how Disney operates. Like it wasn't yeah. even with Disney. It was with ABC Family and uh, which is owned by Disney. And so I was like, oh, this is like an excellent way to just like own these kids. And yeah. I was like 26 maybe at the time. And um, it's also interesting because they make you sign the contract before they decide who gets the show So it's this episode. It's a or this like psychological torture of like Your agents are fighting for you and like, you know, they came back with this They said this they budged on this they did much on that, but then uh, The whole time you're like, well, don't ask for too much because like what if the other guy asks for less? And oh, they, yeah. that's a an, you know, but it doesn't really work like that the casting directors don't really care Um but it's good anyway. for that
1: rumor to be around for them. I mean, this is the sad thing. Yeah. Because it really is, it's not an equal playing field because you kind of are in a situation where you have to say yes to anything. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. I've heard some musicians, some young pop musicians, um, and I was reading an article about this. Um, about in south korea i don't know how true it is but a lot of the young musicians who are picked for this kind of k-pop uh it's a it's an extreme version of what you're talking about which is already an extreme version but it's like they work you they you don't have opinions about what to wear what to say what to do and i don't know if it's true or not but the the article painted a picture of these kids who kind of will accept anything because it's their best opportunity to get out of maybe a difficult situation. Yeah.
0: So that's tough. Yeah. It's very, it's, it's like, I don't know if it's more predatory or, or what, but it's definitely, uh, yeah, there's no real option, which brings me to, um, the next subject, uh, or next idea I have on these things it has been all
1: carefully uh, organized carefully. for the uh, podcast. Uh, it yeah. was. Yeah. Yes, Read, a, he's reading from his notes, right? Yes, now. right
0: now on my hand. Uh, that is blank. But um, point two.
1: Point two. Bullet <laughs> two. If, people, if, people, if, you're, if you're taking notes about the art of the deal, we're on point two. Yes, from two people who could not be <laughs> yes. less
0: qualified yeah. to give business advice yeah. to anybody. This
1: is, I love it. I think that's what should be our takeaway is our business advice Yeah, to two people. <laughs> people whose
0: livings are on Patreon yeah. are giving business <laughs> advice. Um so point number two is I don't uh, believe in them at all. Like, yeah. but I also don't pay parking tickets a lot. And I don't know if that's just like a, a general asshole ish nature, but, um, mm. or whatever you call it. But yeah, I don't, I don't put a lot of stock in them because one time I remember when I was going through this stuff, I think it was with the, the Disney contract. They were like, um, they were like, yet, yeah, uh, none of contracts don't matter. Mm. And he, he, and, uh, he was like, they don't matter at all. I was having lunch, I think, with my agent. He was like, you can get out of anything. Yeah. And then he, uh, uh, I go, well, what does matter? And he goes, you want me to give you the the douchiest answer? And he, go, I was like, yeah. And he takes out a pen and he just writes Jesus, a, a Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. now, he he, he <laughs> takes it and he put, he writes a dollar sign and he just uh, points right. at a dollar sign. He goes, That's all that matters. And I was like, okay, cool. I don't know how that those two things aren't connected, yeah. but, um, yeah, it was, a. It, it definitely made me go like none of this stuff is that serious and you can get out of stuff. But um, that also is a result perhaps of being in an industry where I know there's another job or I will get another yeah. job. Like even best case scenario, the jobs are going to be short and there's always going to be something else. Yeah, So anyway,
1: I know. I, I, there's a, like a friend of mine once said to me years ago that uh, you know, good people don't need contracts and bad people don't keep contracts. And of course, that's a well, terrible right, piece go. of advice if you're in business. Yeah. <laughs> but but in terms of just the kind of lifestyle that I lead, it's been very true insofar as I try to find the people who I can trust. And you can find it very easily. You sometimes get it wrong, but you, know, you have a drink with someone, you get to know them, you get a feel for a person. And then as you get older, the people who I've worked with who have been honest and and, and good well now I work with them all the time yeah so you start to and and there's no contracts needed when it's b- with people that you've worked with that you trust yeah. But at the beginning that's harder because you don't know who to trust I just trusted everybody and was lucky mm-hmm. most of the time yeah,
0: yeah to uh, uh you develop that like circle and then you're good yeah yeah the circle of trust yeah and then you get it wrong sometimes
1: yes that's it, you get it wrong have sometimes. you ever been
0: like ripped off have you ever had a horrible experience where you just got like
1: You know, the only, only one time, I think it's only once where I did a event, a big event, a lot of traveling, international traveling and didn't get paid. And that was awkward. However, the funny thing is, you know, I,
0: Rob Bell needed it. Yeah, he did. (laughs) He's got, he's, he wouldn't have done it if he didn't need it. Yeah. No, he just kidding. uh, Yeah.
1: But he, um,
0: JK. What's that? JK.
1: J.K. Uh, yeah, this uh, this thing happened, and the truth is, it wasn't because these people were bad or like anything. But they were lovely people. It's that the business started to go under; they went bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people that who were involved in this organization, it really hit them hard, and they weren't weren't able to, I'd say, like to take re- responsibility at the time. They just dug their head in the sand yeah. Uh, partly for their own self-preservation and um, basically eventually two years later uh, I got a text one morning from the guy who said I'm so so sorry about what happened and yeah, I'd love wow. to pay you back and that's amazing uh, yeah I just was in a really bad place and it was like it was years later so like forget it but but really appreciate that uh, I understand that while on the surface I can look like I'm not getting paid these people are trying to rip me off it's like no it's like I, my goodness! Some of my best friends have gone bankrupt, and mm-hmm. I know how terrible it can be to have to to not be able to pay someone. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So it was uh, so that so it turned out to be actually a very beautiful experience, w- more beautiful than if I got paid. It Absolutely, be, that would have been nice, but it was it was a lot nicer to get that that message.
0: Yeah, know? my um, my parents are small business owners, and my dad told me one time a story about um, going into. The court because uh, one of his businesses failed and so he went in and it was a bankruptcy hearing or whatever and there was like one guy who showed up and he was so nervous he like wore a suit and everything and he was very like I'm going to be as 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 respectful as possible to the judge and he's all nervous and he goes in and it was like not a big deal at all and like one person showed up who wanted like a li- want to be paid for like one thing yeah. and everyone else was just like it's fine and then yeah. it was a, a better situation I guess I imagine yeah. but it was something where he had to feel the like feeling of total failure and then go in front of a judge which is like the scariest thing and then be have all these people be like give me your money and then he's gonna have to figure out how to pay it and it's like nuts i've never seen Uh, yeah i've seen
1: grace like with with, i mean at your level right where you're having to sometimes deal with massive organizations like disney or whatever that it's kind of different but when you're dealing with just people who have small businesses or people who are bringing you out, you know, small comedy venue, or for me, it's a, it's a, it's a person who just likes my work and they're like, can we make this work you know, and they're, and they're trying to put a contract yep. together. Then there's a lot of
0: grace. That's yeah. I, a lot all, of when I together. See
1: people, yeah. In small businesses, there's a lot of like, yeah, yeah, things go wrong. Forget
0: it. Yeah.
1: So that's point number. That that's point number two for the people who are taking notes. Yeah, point number three. Never have a contract. What so
0: point, well, point one was. Point number one was who cares? Don't read it. Number no, yeah. Point number two is, is not, it's not. Don't even have. It's not. Don't even. Yeah. Uh, it's not binding anyway. <laughs> yeah. If you live in the state of California, at least. And, I honestly um, think
1: they'll use this in business school at some. I think stage. they will someday. This will be in Harvard. Okay. Yes, it will. Three.
0: <laughs> I hope they they play it at a uh, at at patreon to get funding at patreon so they can be like this is why we're needed (laughs) yeah listen to them (laughs)
1: Yeah, (laughs) it is
0: showing how much like i am bad at this stuff which is why i believe in outsourcing certain things to certain people and certain experts and then allowing yourself the freedom to not worry about these things and i do think that there's something to be said for this sort of like maniacal like i have to have control over i have to understand it because i think it leads you down a path of uh paranoia yeah Yeah, no. But that also is coming from someone who has been kind of screwed over. But I've survived, and so I don't have any. Yeah, too many complaints. Yeah, when you uh, when you decide to negotiate with somebody, like for have you done with a car? Have you negotiated with a car price?
1: Oh, I hate that stuff. No. uh, So I've, I most of my life, I someone's given me a secondhand car. First time I bought my own car. Uh, Oh yeah I had to, I did and I felt so awkward and I was just honest I'm like I'm Irish like I'm really bad at this so you've got to respect that I'm really bad at negotiating and so not start so high and I think that kind of worked. (laughs) think <laughs> me playing That's ignorance great. and yeah. going like i'm really bad at this and it was for a nissan ultima oh yeah and it was i remember your nissan ultima yeah. i think i saw that and i think it was i think it was originally like nineteen thousand dollars and they gave me it for like seventeen thousand something like that yeah yeah and uh i, I and i'm sure i could have gotten another couple of grand off but here's the thing i'm also looking at a guy who, who's doing an honest day's work he's probably struggling I know some, most of the money is going to someone maybe he's very wealthy but that guy who maybe is making an extra $500 and has half an hour less of my crap shouting at him saying it. Not if you can't afford it it's different but at that time yeah I could afford an extra $500 you're like there's no point negotiating and actually you're doing a you're doing a nice thing mm-hmm. he, the, he might be getting a bit or she might be getting a bit more commission yeah like I have a friend you a friend of ours uh, who always gives massive tips you you know someone who mm-hmm. does the same thing and I never thought of it before and they can afford to do it but the fact that they do it is I think they're going like well yeah okay most of this money is going to the restaurant but when I tip this person yeah. it's going to them and I'm like if you can afford it actually it's beautiful, it's beautiful sometimes to not negotiate as hard as you need mm-hmm. to to go like you know what you're trying to pay your bills you might have a family you might have medical issues like I'm, I'm on, you give me an honest figure and I'll pay
0: it yep. and I
1: don't want it to be your lowest figure but I do not want it to be your highest figure. Yeah. That.
0: I, but if you make it the lowest figure, I'm ain't gonna be mad at you. Yeah. You know, that's a gift to you.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. If you if you want to, yeah. Because well, he could be what? going. This
0: poor guy. He's in a car lot. He needs a car. Ugh. He's yeah. he he's Irish and uh, he doesn't know how to negotiate. I'm gonna cut him a break. He yeah. Could well, just as much go. I, I think maybe it, that he did that.
1: Yeah, I think that can work. I genuinely good. That's that's a very Irish way of going about things, and so you can get caught out but a very Irish way would be to go in and go listen you're the expert you're going to run rings around me I am honestly not looking for the best deal I want a good deal but uh, yeah I I, I want to be I want to I want to make sure you get paid as well and you come in like that I think nine times out of ten you'll get a good deal and then one times out of ten the person will probably go brilliant yeah totally yeah (laughs) got him
0: um we'll want to
1: destroy you but then of course it's all it's faux naivety you go uh in you go in with an idea of what
0: you want to spend um yeah yeah the there's also i would say and this would be point number four Yeah, We're rolling through these um (laughs) when you can get into it like obviously there's always reasons to not and like i definitely am like so laid back probably to my own um Uh, harm but like there's like I I see the way my buddy Delman who I I love very much uh, who I still have now a different jacket of his in my Bedroom because he oh keeps... is, I, I thought it was not very you no
1: but it's very dull very dull that's right yeah, now the yellow makes one sense, yeah. yeah and
0: now I have a blue one of his in there like we switched oh. jackets because I gave him that and he was like I have this one and I was like great thank you because it's freezing in Portland but anyway yeah. um, oh well
1: that makes sense because I was like the yeah, Elliot's
0: changed I look like a banana like yeah a big, old, big old dumb <laughs> banana uh, Elliot's James yeah why is he wearing a poncho he looks like he's in a Wes Anderson movie What's yeah, oh going that's on? yeah <laughs> well um, but anyway yeah, so. Where was I? What was I talking about?
1: 0.4. He loves. (laughs) 4.1.
0: 4.1. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Delman loves finding a deal. He loves negotiating and going to thrift shops and going to, like, you know, uh, uh, estate sales and haggling and I kind of get it. Yeah, And like there's the whole thing of like, you know, know, maybe they need it more than you, blah, blah. But if you can treat it like a game, I think that makes it so much more fun.
1: That's right. And like my attitude in that world, people would be pissed off with me because they're going like, well, no, you gotta, you gotta play the game, you know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. I went to Turkey once, this is years ago, and I had exactly this experience. I I was very young, I was walking through the markets, People are wanting to 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 negotiate with you and to kind of go back and forth. And I think I was doing my usual of like, "Come on, just give me a fair price; I'll pay it." And they were going like, "No, the fun, the whole point the of whole this point, is yeah, that." Yeah. And it was beautiful because it was like people go on holiday and think, "Oh, are these guys trying to rip me off." They're always trying. I'm like, no, they're they're actually. The, the I was taught a lesson. The guy was going like, "I don't want to rip you off. I just want you to get into the the back and forth." This yeah. is this is, and I was like, "Oh yeah, my 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 way is is." is boring actually. Yeah. Like whenever Delman goes to an estate sale, that's the, that's the joy. Yeah. Oh it, yeah. And he, comes he doesn't thinking, care about $2 off the, the whatever, but he cares about the well, game. He, he, he does. But <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, no, he, uh, but that's, yeah, that's exactly what it yeah. is because then it becomes also another story that like ties you mm-hmm. to the object where you're like, if you care about it, if you care about like the car or whatever, I think that it makes it more fun to later go like, yeah. And I got it for it. Yes. It's like, I, th- I feel like in my experience when I've been dating people, uh, in the past if i compliment like their shoes or something at all oftentimes it's like and i don't know if it's just deflecting but it'll be like oh yeah and i got it for so cheap whatever it doesn't yeah. matter how well off or how not well off that's they're right. doing like, and it's even a story
1: to... if you got ripped off exactly McDermott you know, like yeah. would probably tell you the story as well but oh I went in and the the, the person totally saw me come on like pay too much like that's also yeah. enjoyable it's like oh here's another story I
0: did that and it was in like the Bahamas or something like that it was years and years and years ago but I was buying married at the time and I was buying a piece of jewelry for my wife and I thought that like I was going to do the negotiating thing but he just started so high and then like kind of lied about what it was and it was one of those just like stones that you are told that it's valuable but it doesn't have any value at all like a a, i don't know tanzanite or some kind of crap and uh have you
1: got tanzanite (laughs) can i buy some yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) man. (laughs) yeah absolutely i'll (laughs) I'll give you a very
0: fair price not too low but not too high um but yeah we went back and found out that it was just like total uh just metal basically and i found out i got very ripped off by it but and then it bothered me for so long i was like i can't believe this this has happened um and then now i you know i couldn't care less but
1: by the way the listeners who are more observant might think that point four completely contradicts point three Mm, point point, because point three i think was don't worry about negotiating just ask for a fair price point four is Get into get in. the love of negotiating, try and get a really good price. Well, it's almost... And I think those work well together. They're almost dialectic. <laughs> yes. Because I, yeah. one
0: is to say, you know, care, but like in a playful way, whereas the other is to say, this doesn't. this doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah. One of... There's a, there's a beautiful line from Kierkegaard who writes... He says that um, it ima- gets the, the reader to imagine a sealer at the very top of a mast, and then the sealer falls off the mast. Lands uh, on the top of the boat, whatever that's called. What's that called? Deck. The deck. The deck of <laughs> oh. the boat. Well done, and uh, survives, mm-hmm. and then gets up and proceeds to lecture about what you need to do to survive falling from a mast. Mm-hmm. Right, and in other words, Kierkegaard's saying like, if you were lucky enough to get to the place you are, and then you think that you've got all of this wise advice, it's like no, you fell off of a mast, you happen to survive out of pure fluke Uh, so don't think that you can lecture on this as an expert so that's why I think our contradictory advice is good we are just lucky
0: we've been lucky been lucky yeah that's that's a whole other part of yeah then yeah get lucky, find the person, even if it's like haggling and stuff, if you get lucky and you find the person who doesn't care, you go to the, if you get lucky you go to the right estate sale at the right time, you can get the best yeah. thing for the best price that you've ever had. And that's very cool. It's get lucky
1: um, and then monetize that by pretending it's skill. Yeah. That's where, that's what you do. You kind of go, Whoa, wow, that worked. Uh, now I'll do a 10 points that, on how to do this. Well,
0: that actually brings me to point number five. five? Oh, good. Oh, thank uh, you. point number five is, uh, i don't know what i'm talking about uh-huh. and i'm not good at it and i don't like <laughs> it and it's the, my least favorite part mm-hmm. um of having a new gig is the, yeah. uh, the, the, the and the signing and the, the blah, 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 blah. yeah
1: that's true i i i'm not good at it i don't like it most of the time i don't have contacts actually because there's a there's a group that's wanting me to speak actually i am speaking in a couple of months there and they asked me, do you have a contract? And I was like, no, but I'm happy to sign whatever you've got. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, we don't have a contract either. I'm like, great, I am going to show up. I'll do the talk. You'll give me some money. And they said, do you want a deposit? I like, well, I could lie to you and say yes, but not fine. Just give yeah. me the money when I'm there. <laughs> yeah, whatever works. Very, <laughs> but yeah. I understand, again, that only works in a very small uh uh-huh.
0: kind of yep. you know, area. But that's, yeah, I have like an, <laughs> uh, an LLC and uh, I'll, I'll use that as a... You know way to you know not that i think it matters at this point but um i know people back in the day would be like do you have an llc and i'd be like oh that sounds like really cool um and then now they'll be like, do you have an LLC? And I'm like, yeah, but like just whatever. If you, they're like, we just made it out to you. And I'm like, yeah, it's, I don't care. It doesn't, See, I do not don't understand going that All them. I know
1: is that you get letters to Elmo sometimes.
0: I do, yeah. Elmo, Elmo Productions. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Elliot Morgan, yeah. Is
1: that your production company?
0: Yes, that's my LLC. Yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's how I am. Um, See, I don't even know what an LLC is, right? It's a limited <laughs> company? It's a limited liability company. Limited I think or corporation. And or as corporate. It's, a, it's basically technically a business and mm. so if you have an LLC it's a it's a it means that you're earning money as a entity that you could lay you could actually like like i could employ myself yeah. and be my own boss see i wonder whether
1: i should be an LLC
0: we've talked about this yeah i don't know i don't know you probably should but yeah. i don't know that it matters so you yeah. know what this might be a moment where we kick it to the audience guys <laughs> uh point should number Peter six a is please correct everything we've said <laughs> And please don't listen to it. We should have said that up at the top. But um, yeah. So yeah, point
1: six is basically you don't like contracts. You don't know what to do with them.
0: Point five is I'm an idiot. Okay, right, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and point six is audience tell us what to oh, yeah. do. And um, point seven is uh,
1: was it, well point seven could be the the whole thing of have a rate so high that nobody employs you so you can spend more time in bed yes because that's primarily what i do at the moment
0: right 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 now the
1: reason why i can do that is partly because all all praise patreon although i've got some you know critiques of some of Mm -hmm. what it's doing at the moment i'm a little bit worried about some things but i do they they are great as well yeah um by the way the the world the one thing i'm worried about is that that uh people will be knocked off patreon for views that are not uh popular mm-hmm. uh and uh we I, talked to him
0: we talked to him about this at the um yeah for extensively yeah. yeah
1: did you because we went to the different ones mm-hmm. i went to the norms you, and you went to the elites
0: you went to the popper you went to the popper yeah. palace yeah.
1: although uh sam Bashir was there yes so he must be a normal just like me whereas you guys got brought to the the uh, upper table
0: look i'm a good businessman pete yeah. this is what i do i uh but I'm did a, you bring that up with them yeah, we talked about it for a very long time. And wow. they were kind of were asking our feedback, too. And I kind of was like, you know, I was like, you have to. Um, I was like, I, I use Patreon and have used Patreon because I know that I don't have the capability to be, I don't want to be a business person. I want to be, which is, this probably should be point number seven, is um, I want to focus on comedy and be an artist. I want to get money my for work, nothing. Basically, I, yeah. I don't want
1: to be a business person. I, I want to literally get money for doing nothing. I want to go, hey,
0: yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. if it, if that works, it works, and if it doesn't <laughs> um. And then so like, but I was like, I don't want to be put in charge of Patreon. I was like, but that said, uh, you guys need to like, you know, make sure everyone, and they, they kind of, they actually posed the question. They were like, do you, um, you know, who, what would you like to see? And some people were very much like, no, you need to get the, you you need to get some people, uh, off the platform. Like some people in the room were saying that. And, um, there was other people countering that the moment they do that, um, they're sort of presenting a big, a big problem and they know that and they're aware of it. And so at the same time, if somebody gets abusive or if they get, um, out of hand or if yeah. they do violate the terms and conditions or whatever they have a right to but they also know they never want to do that and yeah. they they kind of take it on a literal case-by-case basis um which yeah. i think is how it probably should happen
1: well then because the alternative to that is that actually that's the problem like this is one of the good things about an institution is that institutions get a bad name sometimes for good reasons but an institution removes the person-to-person uh type of approach and has a very objective set of rules yeah and i'm like i think actually objective sets of rules which they kind of have but they do have this notion of we look at a case by case basis and i'm like i would prefer rules that were like were set in stone even though there's problems with that yeah even though you you can't
0: really because the level of nuance like in each case is going to be so different that like I, that's don't what think I think
1: they're upping the nuance too much. I mean, I think yeah. the extremes are things like if you threaten to kill someone, if you use overtly sexist or racist language or, you know, hateful uh, language to another yeah. group or individual. Abusive, Maybe something like that. Yeah. But but even abuse is difficult. You almost right, probably right. have to list. That's my word. Not yeah, no, no I you're want. right. But, but that, and I, that's why it's so difficult because it'll always be a bit of subjective.
0: That's kind of what it came down to yeah. too. in the discussion was like they're going to try to just Make everything in black and white as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it, it is it is part of any time any any by nature of what they do. Um, it's gonna this is gonna pop up yeah. regardless. I don't think that there's a solution to this. Yeah, because and yeah. And
1: the funny thing is, the people who I uh, who are having trouble with Patreon are people who I ideologically politically. Uh, disagree with yeah. uh, some of them have a, a, a very different perspective. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's not a case of going like, "Oh, I like these people who are having trouble." Um, I there's a there's a libertarian guy who's you know interesting enough on YouTube. Uh, I forget his name. He sounds like a warrior out of a movie. A car. Oh, S- Sargon
0: of a car or something that. like that. And he, and, Sargon, Sargon. Yeah, yeah everyone and,
1: will know who's listening He, they people will know. Um, he, like I, I've, I've watched some of his stuff and. I find him kind of interesting, but he's ultimately politically very different from mm-hmm. me, very different. Uh, so I'm not defending him for that reason. I'm kind of the opposite of libertarian. libertarian. So, but it's because I'm just nervous uh, about what precedent that set, sets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, more so also because I think it backfires. Mm-hmm. It creates, you know, for people who you exclude, they it uh, they can big up on that, they can say they've been excluded, p- plays into paranoia, and also then you have alternative funding sites will grow up.
0: It's also, that- yeah, it's the size of the voice that something is happening to, like no one cares about small voices that, yeah. that get sort of dinged for these types of behaviors, but the moment that it's somebody With it can become mobilized, and then like they have an onslaught and a PR of of hatred and a PR problem. And like that's where it's like you like it's almost like it's a if it's a problem, if it's a thing that happens in the dark, no one cares at all. Mm -hmm. Um, But because they're based on followers and they're based, patrons based on the size of people's audiences, it's a very like tumultuous. Yeah
1: now i the weird thing is for me it's a very kind thing for patreon to ban someone like it's a it's an act of love it's like getting married to someone is an act of love because it allows them to have the pleasure of an affair yeah right because otherwise they can't really have one and that brings us to
0: point number nine guys yeah up the pleasures of affairs
1: yes but you know so that's a kind of it is a kind thing by marrying someone you're opening them up to experience the desire for someone who's impossible
0: and we disagree on a fundamental (laughs) over there (laughs) but the the other thing is but but Patreon, we disagree like, on a fundamentalist level. What was that? We disagree on a fundamentalist level. And on a fundamentalist
1: I level, I like that. Um, but actually, in relation to, to to Patreon, I actually think that logic works. So it might not work in yeah. that example. Here, here's the reason why I think it, it, the logic is uh, I think you're is right. dialectically right: is that when when Patreon uh, bans someone, we can know them. You can see how much pleasure the person's getting out of it, not in a bad way. I would love Patreon to ban me. I would get oh my god so much pleasure yeah. that painful pleasure So I'd be angry I'd have something to talk about at the pub yeah I'd probably want to stay up past nine o'clock maybe which would be a big thing absolutely so it would give me so much and then and then I would love getting online and talking oh, about
0: people, it you'd become it would, a whole thing yeah people so, would be, this yeah. guy's like an Irish and, and what's going on you know yeah. so it's a real
1: gift to, it's a beautiful thing for patreon to do to ban someone but the problem then is that so not only do you end up giving the person you've banned the opposite of what you're intending, you're giving them some real pleasure. It also it builds their, it can build their platform, mm-hmm. but also create more division, which is the which is the negative that's side the, of it. yeah. That's, that's the, the negative side. Like
0: it shouldn't they shouldn't be um, they need to whatever keeps it everybody calm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's no there's it's things are going to go viral and they're going to get it's going to catch on like wildfire a little bit sometimes. And there's nothing that can be done about it. Um, but yeah, in my, my experience with them, they have been great. I'm not just saying that. Yeah. So I have no, no qualms yeah. with them, but at the same time, you know, it's, they know it's a concern for everyone. I know. Like they're also aware yeah. of it and it's a concern for them. And there's not many companies like them. So it's kind of like, you it's know. a, uh, it's a difficult, it's a rock and a hard place. I know. Not no, to totally. sympathize with them as like a yeah. monster, you know, big company, but they're not a big company. And, um, and yeah so it's an interesting conundrum model
1: it's a great like I can't believe because for 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 you and for me I think but I could not do what I do I couldn't live in LA and do it I'd I'd maybe move back to Ireland which would be fun but Ireland's a very cheap place to live but I couldn't do what I'm doing unless someone came up and Jack really came up with this idea uh, of connecting artists directly with people who enjoy the art and Dude, that's so clever yeah. that's such a g ge- that's exactly what i suppose all these apps are doing like uh, uber right connects as someone who technically has a car with somebody who wants to ride yep. and that's what that's what patreon
0: does yeah man it's uh, i would say the fact that patreon exists combined with you know what we do uh the valley folk and what we did with SourceFed, it but it literally like saved my career and saved my existence to the point. Like it just turned everything around and not to the degree that I ever expected it would because the original plan was for it to be a supplement to like all these things. And now we are able to, to truly live and create what we want to create, which has led to opportunities like we're having right now that go, that involve heavy contracts. And so it's like, and and we, I had a very, um, I'll get into heated discussions sometimes with my buddy and I won't say what his name is, but it's Bo Jaretta. And, um, he, we were chatting about kind of business stuff and I was like, we become our best when we're not doing business, when we're not yeah. like in the trenches negotiating these things because it allows us to be free and allows us to be creative and the less stressed out we are, mm-hmm. the more funny we're going to be and that is literally in my, from my estimation, happened with the Valley Folk where as a result of us having Patreon, we creatively have become, I believe, like some monstrous uh, behemoth compared to what we were at Source. Yeah. Like it is so... And I feel it happening constantly and every day. And it's like, as an artist, to yeah. be able to grow in your art as a result of what Patreon does, I think is um, very cool. Or and, has and, allowed yeah. people to support so quick. Yeah. if any that.
1: No. 100%. And there, there's, a, there's a Greek thinker, uh, I can't Socrates. remember his name. So, let's go for Socrates. Great. Good wrestler. Very, not, a, not an attractive man. Uh, well, you know, he's doing yeah. his best. But uh, it wasn't him, but it was somebody, it was one of the Stoics who said that basically, there's a great evil. What's that?
0: Epicatheticus.
1: Yes, that's the very one. Is it really? Yeah, no, I, don't, no, I thought you just were coughing something. No, there's one. Up. I was about to say, Are isn't you okay? It
0: epithetic, epi,
1: epithetic, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of things that sound like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of words that sound like random syllables. <laughs> Epicurus, is that who you're yes, thinking of? That ah, would be the one. Right, Epicurus. Could have been Epicurus. But you know, he talked about the, there is great suffering with not having enough but also having too much can also in a very different way but strangle your ability so to be very poor means you don't have a chance to really develop your skills and abilities and your natural talent but weirdly being very rich somehow in a different way strangles talent and we yeah. all know this whenever bands get very famous they often not always but can often not have the same age but with patreon basically we're just trying to bring back that middle again like most most artists i know are either very poor or the very small number who made it in a big way it's very hard just to get an okay amount of money that means you're not stressed out and to work hard and be creative yeah that's where that's that's the sweet spot
0: i'm still climbing out of debt and still like and it's not like i think people they see this us on patreon and there's like a sort of like oh they're just like set you know and it's yeah, like yeah. not now no, no. Not. like it's still like i just wanted I mean we are house s- sharing yeah and we
1: hate each other yeah we I do lividly <laughs> hate each
0: other uh, and apparently we no longer live each live with each other oh i saw that the, i saw a yeah. comment on uh, yeah. on
1: instagram yeah um, you're living in hotels with grace now, yes that that's was... <laughs> what i do that's uh, uh, uh
0: hotels and um it yeah, does. You, have, you have been
1: in hotels more than you've been here. Recently. I've
0: been in so many hotels over oh, this year alone. I've been in more hotels this year alone than I may have been in the entire year of uh, 2018. Oh, I would yeah. venture to say easily. Right. Um, but anyway, I have a lot of op- strong hotel opinions now.
1: You do? Uh, well, do you want to get. Uh, you should give your one in Portland
0: just in case anyone's in Portland because yeah. you said this is a great hotel. Listen, folks. He's not even getting paid for this. I'm not getting paid for yes. this. But <laughs> if you're in Portland, there's a new hotel called the Hoxton. And um, I love it. And if you are looking for a hotel in Portland, um, and especially if you're like... You've even gone into your uh, sponsorship voice. Yes. Like,
1: you didn't even need to do that. Because nah. it's not actually a bit. Where I just loved it. Like, I loved yeah, it. They you gave you
0: free it. breakfast. They gave me parfait. And I was kind of hungover from the night before. And it was like, at my door, there's an apple, a parfait, and like fresh orange juice. And there's like really good... Portland coffee it was wonderful uh, so the Hoxton is my my big uh, takeaway for this uh, episode
1: you know I, I I'm gonna to listen to that yeah
0: yeah it's gonna be good yeah definitely try yeah, it it's on, brand on. new too so the the room was really cheap which was nice yeah um anyway what were we talking about we
1: were—I know that's disappeared, but that's okay. Okay, okay. The people, the people who matter, can yeah. Listen,
0: the video's gone, but the, the listeners are still here. Yeah. Yeah, everybody, I can.
1: Oh my goodness, I can suck out now. Yeah, relax. Least, I mean, I've been Breathe. sucking in for the last yes. forty-five minutes. Yeah. You look great. You yeah. don't have to worry about that. Um, yeah. What was the last piece of advice that we were
0: talking? Well, we got into the Patreon. We went from talking oh, about finances. Oh, we did oh. a whole Patreon tangent.
1: And the reason why I said that is because I was I was kind of saying that I'm in a very lucky position where i can basically not negotiate not because i want to get the money but because i value lying in bed with a good book you know there's also a so
0: philosopher before i think you're a public speaker um yeah. And the public speaking is a way in which you fund the philosophy but if your philosophy is being funded then you're philosophizing yeah that's my uh, that's my big that's true justification bit, yeah, slash yeah, yeah. rationale slash ex- explanation because I think yeah. it makes sense. Your job literally is to sometimes sit and read, and you do the like thinking and you figure it out and da And it's very cool, but yeah, that's what that's the whole point. Yeah, you get to do what you want to do. Yeah, um, that's, and you know once once you've got your
1: basic needs met, uh, if you can get to that place, and I think for more and more people, it's almost impossible to get to that place. But once you can get to that place then if money's not a big drive you can actually just enjoy your life and yeah definitely pick some money gigs when it works for you but but actually value your time more Mm -hmm. but you can only get to that point when you've got money i remember the first time i came to america and people asked me how i set up this community icon i did i was i was just unemployed for five years and and then I was, And then I didn't get much of a reaction to that. I said, oh, yeah, I just did it in my spare time. And then I realized, oh, yeah, I grew up in Northern Ireland where it was very cheap to live and there was, you got a house given to you if you're unemployed. And uh, I was I, I got enough money to live on.
0: Oh, yeah, because if you said that to me, I just assumed that meant you started it for money.
1: We started for money. Or also, but the response seemed to be, well, we can't do that. We've got to pay health care yes. and dentistry. and." So yeah. that was the other thing is like I was going like, oh, yeah, it was easier in Belfast to not worry about those things because it was such a cheap place to live.
0: I know. Um. Yeah, I uh, in twenty seven twenty seventeen 2017 was an awful, awful year. And I remember going to therapy and a huge thing that was like I was going to give it. A, like a year. Like I, I was remember this. Yeah. And you I, was, were saying this. I was done. I was like, I were done. Yeah. And I was looking at other career paths. I was looking into college. I was looking into, uh, becoming a pilot. And I was like, I literally was like, I'm going to give it t- to 2018. And if at the end of 2018, I'm not like building momentum and feeling good about where I'm at. Uh, then I'm out. I was yeah. like, I'm gonna. You're back to Big Bird. F- back to Big Bird. Back to yeah. Well, that hasn't. That's special. Oh, that special's gonna come out. Oh, I oh yeah, it. Elliot has a
1: special coming. Uh, out. Well, we well, I, maybe a, yes, maybe. maybe not. Oh um, yeah. Well, you were the one who said it. You definitely said it. So if I let the cat out of the bag, I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, no, Elliot no. does not have a special. No, coming No,
0: out. definitely not. Yeah. Maybe I don't. Uh, maybe you don't. And the word special <laughs> might be a uh, yeah. very strong term. But anyway, yeah. um, that's. I'm kidding. I'm very very happy. Yeah. With it. So anyway. by the
1: way, the point there, if you're wondering why we got onto that, it's just uh Elliot was briefly spoiler 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 uh spoiler, 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 spoiler. Spoiler. don't don't just don't spoil, spoil it. it yeah well oh, was, no
0: I've been characters in my life yeah. um I'm an actor <laughs> uh but anyway yeah so the uh I was literally going to go do the the real thing but the the necessity uh I think you said this to me one time it was the hungriest one makes dinner or something like oh, that oh
1: yeah that's right absolutely yeah because so, I had a friend stay with me for a year and he always ended up making dinner and he said Pete like, why do I always make dinner? And I'm like, well, the hungriest one always makes that's dinner. That's like the best, <laughs> yeah. So
0: that wasn't even a phrase that you've heard before? You I don't just think said so, that?
1: No, I just said it, and he said, that's a good phrase. Because I literally just meant it. Oh, wow. So he that's like a Peter got, Rollins quote. Well, I don't know. Because I think I just said it, because he always got hungry before me. And so I was like, literally, you just get hungry two hours before I do. So the hungriest hungry guy always makes make dinner. Yeah. What can you do? Uh,
0: wow, that's so funny. I definitely <laughs> thought it was something that you like read in a book one time. Mm-hmm. Um, Good for as you. Hegel once said, "As Hegel once said, the hungriest one makes dinner." I'm like, yeah. oh shit, because I've just, I've used that since then, and people have been like, "Oh, I love that. That's great." And I was like, "Yeah,
1: I'm gonna have to check to see if it is mine." But I think it. I think I just. Said it, might it It's quite something. funny. I'm hoping one day in a hundred years' time, it'll be just a common thing people say. Oh yeah, as, people, as it's like people. it's like your friend Mike or our friend Mike. He wants to. There's a phrase that he is always
0: using. Stacking cause he, breaks. Stacking yeah. breaks,
1: because it doesn't exist, but he's pretending it does,
0: because yeah. he wants it to exist. Yeah, and now people tweet it at me all the time. are like, stacking breaks? I'm stacking like, breaks. Don't, don't it's, think, really, it's not a I, thing. It's not a thing. Look, I'm like he, fighting against it. He used the word to me, and because I'm not a comedian,
1: I was like, oh, so that's a real thing, and you were the one who said, it's not a real thing. Yeah. But he used it as if everybody in the room already knows what it is, mm-hmm. because it's an established term.
0: And the moment I say it's not a real thing, it obviously makes it a real thing. Because yeah, oh it makes yeah. The, the You're just fighting it even more. Yep, exactly. More. Um, well, that's our 10 points on how to be a <laughs> negotiator, A folks. good negotiator. Uh, Art of the deal. Part Art of the of deal. Of the deal. We, uh, we don't have any place to speak from because we live very strange lives as a result of uh, support from people who believe in what we do, and that's very wonderful. Well, that's and, beautiful. Uh, My yeah, no, it's unbelievable. Thank uh, it's you so much to everyone who supports um, us. And it's very, very nice. And it's uh, also it's fun. All this stuff is fun. If you can go in and negotiate something and haggle with somebody, I want to get into it, but I, I personally yeah. am very fearful of it. So I, I, and I, I, it's an effort. It feels like, um, I enjoy it probably the same way. I enjoy like exercise where it's like when I'm done doing it, I feel good. Yeah. Um, but the act of starting it is just like, Ugh, yeah, that's it. And, and the key
1: is, which is an interesting philosophical point. It may be, but is that, it's it's there's rules of how to negotiate but then there's the meta rules that are beneath it which is when to negotiate and when to not negotiate Mm -hmm. when is it something that is welcomed when is it something that is bad when is it something that will lead to a good result or when is it something that will lead to to somebody getting so angry that it'll be a bad result i
0: wonder if there's also like a bonus point of when you're doing it because of personal just like you need to prove something in yourself to like 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 if you um in, like, really tumultuous divorces and stuff like that where people just get so entrenched in it and it becomes about, like, you know, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie have, like, the ugliest divorce in the world oh, yeah. because Angelina Jolie, like, did, you know, wanted, like, X, Y, and Z and it just becomes, like, clear that there's an emotional thing happening yeah, with yeah. it.
1: It's rarely about the money. I, our friend is getting divorced at the moment and I we're talking about this. I'm reminding him that, that, that actually sometimes it's, for example, not about the person not wanting to get rid of that money but that they're going to be supporting you who yeah. they are angry with or whatever and, and so there's a lot of it is realizing that it's mostly not about the money it's about often respect and whether yeah. people
0: feel yeah, respected or yeah, not respect, yeah respect yeah that's a lot of what it is But and,
1: and in terms of that in terms of the meta rules it's like if someone negotiates in Walmart that is going to go bad because that is not the right place to negotiate so a lot of it is in whatever situation trying to work out not there's no kind of like one way to negotiate it's trying to work out what is the underlying grammar the underlying set of rules in the situation it's
0: amazon filter by lowest price top product boom boom i don't
1: know i i don't use amazon they have what's that lowest yeah, price yeah you filter pro- by you can filter
0: <laughs> by highest price lowest price oh you know, yes best that's match, right uh, product, yeah, yeah. Go, lowest price top one there you go you got to yes buy it yep yeah
1: but yeah you just work out what is the underlying kind of like uh uh, expectancies within a situation, and that will make you a great negotiator. So sometimes it's about not negotiating. Sometimes it is. It's working out the the hidden grammar.
0: I love it. That's it. It's very fun. Well, folks, okay. this has been a fun one to just talk about, and this is also one I think in which I truly don't feel like it, we. It was actually a discussion, which was very nice. It didn't feel like a uh, like. It was
1: also yeah. It was it, lovely and a ca- good catch up as well. We haven't seen each other. I know before, this is nice. So this is yeah. nice to, to have a chat. Yeah. With other people
0: listening. Do you have time? You want to get a drink or something? You wanna do something or we...
1: Oh I could do actually, that'd yeah, be nice.
0: I could do some lunch if you wanted to go. I, I just do.
1: had a freshly.
0: Oh real. No. Freshly dot com slash the fundamentalist. <laughs> just kidding. All right, cool. Thanks everybody. Go. Bye. Thanks.